0: The Law Be With You podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube, is now part of the Red 5 Network. Red 5 is a network of podcast shows aimed at bringing great quality content, especially Star Wars. And so look forward to some awesome collaborations on the Red 5 Network with the Law Be With You podcast show.
1: There's
0: one set for stun. Brilliant. That's awesome. Um... Now another lantern and that is really really famous and we have had a chat about this before as well was is John Stewart. Yeah. Um, tell us about him and why he's such an important character within not only Green Lantern as a comic book but within the sort of genre of comic books and fandom in general.
1: Well, um, <clears throat> John Stewart as a Green Lantern was actually the first black superhero that DC ever had. Mm. He also was, you know, he took the mantle off a white character and, 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 and kind of took that forward. Um, it's quite interesting, um, the history of not just him as a character, but how his character was created and how he, um, what, like kind of what was the kind of, the kind of political kind of, um, idea at the time. Um, at the time, uh, this was in the early 70s, um, Green Lantern wasn't actually doing well um, as a comic book. It wasn't selling well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, The Green Arrow wasn't either. So what they did was that they put them together. So okay. Green Lantern and Green Arrow had their own uh, comic book that they kind of co-starred in. And, the... and one of the writers, which is the guy who created Jon Stewart, Denny O'Neill, he wanted to use... Um, Green Lantern and uh, Green Arrow as an allegory for different political views mm. So um, Green Arrow has always been known as quite a liberal character and always has kind of a liberal view on superheroing while Green Lantern, uh, Hal Jordan uh, mm. Green Lantern he was always known as more of a conservative okay. so they actually had storyline where they were having a road trip across America where they were tackling things but seeing both sides off the kind of political spectrum and there's a very famous comic book uh, there's two famous comic books in that run there's number one where Speedy which is Green Arrow's um, sidekick um, he gets um it's a whole storyline about him actually being hooked on heroin Oh my um, gosh, whoa. Yeah, which, which was, it was very, a seminal comic book because. That's
0: out there, that is really yeah, out there. It was there. a
1: very, it was like one of the first anti-drug kind of comic books. Mm. Um, so that, that, that was one thing. But there was another one where it's a very famous scene where, um, Green Lantern, um, say, um, sees this black woman. Mm. And this black woman says to him, you say blue people, yellow people, All these aliens, all over the world, um, all over the galaxy. We don't say black people. What this is in the seventies, and it and and that moment, Hal Jordan, like he was shocked at at that at that um at this black woman saying it. So you can see where Danny O'Neill's like kind of head was at, and um, I, I read an interview with him where he was like they were talking about actually like kind of replacing Hal Jordan for a bit as the Green Lantern. And he said, he said it wasn't even a political idea of bringing in a character like John Sue, a black character. He just said, it just made sense. Mm. Like, especially when the way that they were kind of pushing the whole idea of the Green Lantern and Green Arrow and kind of using that as an allegory for the politics Mm. of the day he said yeah. that 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 it just made sense that would be the 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 successor to hal jordan at the time so that's how B.C. got their first black hero so
0: that's a really powerful thing and i'm, I'm glad you said that omar so when you get like some groups now because obviously there's a lot of talk of henry cavill being replaced potentially in the new superman film that jj abrams is directing and yeah. writing i think as well Or maybe co-writing and there's talk of a a black Superman and race bending the character now a lot of there's been a bit of a you know kind of outcry by some of the groups that are in fandom that are saying well you know why are you race bending Superman you know Henry Cavill's a great Superman now I'm a a Henry Cavill fan I think you like Henry Cavill as well so there's no issue from us with Henry Cavill, um, I, and especially as a Brit as well, we love having a Brit as <laughs> Superman. That is like, you know, we're we're British guys, and we you know we want a British guys, a, a British man as Superman, hundred percent. But in terms of the concept of race bending and whatnot, um, you're you're restating really the case. That actually, when you look at something like the Green Lantern and, and what and whatnot, you see that identity politics plays out in comic books. So when a, say a group like Geeks and Gamers might complain about them having identity politics and changing things around. You're you're basically saying this is part of the history of comic books. Yeah, that it's part of the franchise.
1: Yeah, it, it has been. We've, as I said, we have John Stewart as a Green Lantern in the seventies. We have James um, Rhodes, Rhodey, um yeah. who's now now War Machine, but he took over as um, Iron Man. Um, I mean, even like you know, Thor was taken over by Beta Ray Bill, and also Jane Foster. So that's like gen- gender bending. I mean, even Loki, Loki, not just going into race, but Loki has been a woman. No way. Uh, yeah, there there has been there has been a time when Odin turned him into a woman. So like these things, like the all these characters are malleable, like it doesn't really change things and I mean there has been as um I think we've spoken before there has been there are different universes where Superman is black
0: yeah yeah so it's kind of it's not something ad hoc it's not it's not just a kind of contrivance just for the sake of you know I mean maybe The way that they're doing it at DC now, I don't know how they're, how they're going to do it, how they're going to play out, but from what we, from, from the law and from the canon, you can make a strong case that actually it's very coherent to the narrative that you get in comic books. Mm -hmm. They do push boundaries. They do change characters around. Um, and actually it is part of the paradigm. It's not just a kind of new modern fad.
1: No, it's not. It's not. i mean yeah. if, if, even if you look at the x men i mean the x men originally were five white teenagers, mm. and then in nineteen seventy four when giant size x men came out they used they changed the x men fundamentally to characters from all over the world i mean mm. if that happened now, i'm sure that there would be elements of fandom that were saying that it's just playing to identity politics, but it actually yeah. turned to a franchise that was the most popular franchise for over 20 years. Mm,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, and yeah, I hear what you're saying. There is that kind of, there is this sort of thing with, within the fandom of, oh, no, not identity politics, because I guess it, we've kind of spoken about this on, on the podcast before. It, it's played out in Star Wars, for example, in a in a way that hasn't always been great. Yeah. And so when they're seeing it in, Superman or Green Lantern or any kind of thing like that. There's a kind of like, oh, not identity politics again. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, people have different views of identity politics. You know, I think we're, we both 100% agree in diversity and, and that diversity is, 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 you know, is so important. Representation really matters. Um, yeah. but how it played out in Star Wars isn't, for me, isn't great. Um, but, you know, we may agree or disagree on that, but, and certainly we can both, we can both understand, and I think our audience will understand as well, that within the comic book realm, it's very normal. This is, this is like what comic books are about. They are very political. They do have, I mean, yeah. I think I remember you, Omar, talking about Captain America and the story with him, which was very political.
1: Yeah. I mean, Captain America issue one, uh, the cover of it, it's very famous cover is Captain America punching Hitler in the face. <laughs> This was this was months before um, the US actually joined World War II. This is before Pearl Harbor. Yeah. So, like, please tell me how more political can you be? You have the All-Star Squadron in BC, which were the superheroes that actually went over to fight in the European theatre of war. You've got the Invaders, which is when Captain America, Bucky, Namor, and the original... Human torch, we're all fighting in the war. Like, these things have been happening. We've had, um, very famously after the, um, towers fell in, uh, September 11th, we had The Call, which is when the superheroes were helping, um, you know, with the aftermath of the falling off the towers. We had a comic book about, uh, about that, um, where the, the, Especially when it comes to the, the well, the basic ethos around Marvel, it's always been about the world outside your window. It's always reflected what's happening in the real world. So, mm. like to to have that as your base ethos for the whole universe, and to say that that can't be political, it that's that doesn't make any sense. Mm. I
0: hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It's a good argument as well. Um, okay, so. Uh, there was a Green Lantern film. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh, yes.
0: <laughs> and you know this is coming. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Now, that film went down <clears throat> like the Titanic. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of that film, um, and why did it go down like the Titanic?
1: Um, well, i got a personal story with that. That's basically karma on my side. <laughs> okay. Uh, my My younger brother is a massive Batman fan. Yeah, and the joy I had after watching Batman and Robin, and how awful that was for his favorite character. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the karma came back when uh, Green Lantern came out that bad.
0: Oh, just
1: completely just missed the point of what I think what made Green Lantern great. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the law be with you podcast show on christian fandom geek i really appreciate every one of you who listen to the show via podcast player or on youtube as christian fandom geek we're also on the red five network as well really appreciate all of you thank you for listening thank you for being part of this awesome project and enterprise uh i've got some great collaborators on the show as well having some awesome episodes and we're really glad that you are part of the ride keep listening to the show Uh, also you can follow uh, the show on twitter uh, uh, if you put in the law be with you podcast show or law be with you uh, it it will come up on on twitter as well so if you want to interact with the show leave a comment and leave a suggestion for future episodes would be really happy to engage with you as fans of the show keep safe and we'll be with you very very soon on the law be with you podcast show